What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Still a Church Kid Pod. Welcome to episode four. Episode four, and we actually have a name. Yeah, for the we second do. second episode in a row. I'm so proud of us. Look at us. High five. <laughs> nice. That's probably terrible audio. Probably. That's okay. So today's kind of cool. So we have a special guest. We talked about how we were pastors once, pastors' kids. What did, you what did I just say? We were pastors. We are pastors, but we were we still are pastors' kids. You can talk normally. You don't have to amplify your voice. Um, pastors' kids. <laughs> okay. Long story short, our parents are here. Our parents are here. Chris and Amber Snow are in the building. Um, mom and dad, how are you guys doing? <laughs> we're doing well, thanks. Yeah, we're glad. We're glad. We're here in our own house recording <laughs> your podcast. Yeah, we're in we're in Dad's office again, um, and uh, we're having a good time. But um, <laughs> so no, hey, we're here tonight. We're gonna just kind of be rambling and talking. Um, I mean, to be honest, they didn't even ask, or we didn't even ask them to be here. They kind of said, "Hey, uh, when are, am I telling the truth, Mom?" And you were like, "Hey, yeah, but home. that was my line. <laughs> I, <laughs> I said." When am I going to get to be on a podcast? And you said, how about tonight? So we said, parent pod. And here we are. We're going to get tens and tens of views. Tens and tens. <laughs> when you said my father's house, I thought of come and go with me to my father's house. Yeah. No, it's great. But hey, so what have you guys been up to lately? Um, I know. What? Your joke wasn't that funny. Oh. It was just a point to say that we grew up in church. You were just beating this dead horse in the church. The podcast is called Still a Church Kid Pod. Well, this this is the point where you guys always like to get at each other a little bit more when we're in the room. Uh, like, you, you always kind of dig at each other a little bit. It's funny because my goal is to make you laugh, though. That's kind of why I, I do it. So It's okay. It's funny, though. It, it's funny to watch from this side because when I watched, or when I watched, <laughs> I stared at my phone and listened to your whole first podcast. <laughs> No, when I when I listened to your you guys' first podcast, I thought that was one of my favorite things was that you guys uh, you really sounded uh, not being gushy here, but you guys really sounded older than your years, um, and you could tell you've done this a little bit, uh, you know, making some podcasts or doing interviews and stuff like that. So uh, it's pretty cool, but it's funny to watch you guys gig each other when when you're here. Fun fact: it's my first time. <laughs> Doing a podcast? <laughs> I know it's your first podcast. I'm saying, like, you've done interview panels and you've yeah. done things like that where you have to speak in front of people. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to kick us right off with what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I have beef, and it's beef with Nana. And uh, just so you know. She ain't even um, here to defend herself. She's not, and she can listen to this in her car or at her job. And I wanted to hear this because in my entire life, I thought y'all made up Guadalajara. And I Googled, tried to spell check it on Google. It's a real song. I could have told you that. I know you could have, but I went my whole life believing y'all made it up. And it's a real song. Nana would have told you it was a real song. Nana was the best songwriter in the world. Okay, so. I'm not joking. It's like this little trio of this dude and these two ladies. And they're like, Guadalajara, Guadalajara. And then, and then they go, um, the simplest song. There ain't much to they it. They don't say it that way. They're, All you got to do is doodly do it. No, I mean, those words are the same. But they go like, the simplest song. Um, oh, I'm going to have to pull it okay, up now. Well, but here's the thing. I knew Wadiola. It was some kid's show. <laughs> I knew Wadiola. Bless you. Okay, that's a good way to get little kids to speak in tongues. No, just kidding. Um, I don't. I don't know what's off limits in the podcast yet. But, <laughs> but, but truthfully, uh, they got that song saved for Vacation Bible School. It was some kid's program, some TV show, and it was, you know, the simplest song. There ain't much to it. All you got to do is doodly do it. Okay, I have it pulled up. It's Sharon, Lewis, and Bram. Great big hits, too. Listen, just do it. Look at this, dude. Look at these guys. I know you can't see this. Right, but then okay. we said. Here we go. I know you. I know you got the song baptized. Jesus is coming Save. back for me. Makes me want to shout and okay. sing glory, glory. Well, listen to this, Dad. You may have to like share your headphones with Mom, but listen. 
This guitar part's nice, though. I kind of want to learn it. Isn't that crap? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. I was with them, Darren yeah. Waddley Acha. But and I'm like, oh, nah. so sweet, Sharon Lewis. You guys are doing fantastic work. And then they go, the forget, simplest forget thing. Bram. There's not much to it. I'm like, you ruined it. Yeah, you were in my jam. Yeah, I'm going to take Kathy no. Ward over you three all day. All day long. Anyway, all day long. That was my present beef. Maybe she'll hear this and apologize. That but... was a long... That... <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That was a long time ago because we did Waddley Acha back when we did Waddley Acha back when I was a kid in vacation Bible school. Like, a kid kid. Long before y'all were ever around. So... I can understand why you thought she wrote it, but she didn't. That probably means that Lewis Bram and whatever that other lady's name is is old. <laughs> wow. I don't know they if that was the old. I don't know if that was a dig at us. Well, or no, not. it's because they were grown adults when the song was written and mom was a child. They did. <laughs> they did. They don't. Well what I what I don't know and your nana might get credit for is the um the, the the movements where you have to like do the the, the killer crossover. We did talk about that today. <laughs> yeah, so so maybe Nana gets plenty of props uh, after all. All I know is a room full of junior high kids, two years in a row, go, why are we doing this? And then by like week three of school, they're like, oh, aren't you gonna do wildly Aja? <laughs> and they're like, we well, want to doodly do it. Do the <laughs> do the uh, Peter Paul and Mary or Sharon or whatever they. <laughs> Do they do the? <laughs> <laughs> um, do they do the Jesus is coming back? No, they don't. Okay, see, they're they're Satanist. <laughs> no, they're just they're just it's just secular, and I don't even know what it's for other than see, kids so entertainment. Nana did. I mean, I think Nana Jesus Nana gets her credit. Back for so me. makes me want to shout and sing. Glory, I think the glory. person that owes the apology hears you. Well, Nana, if you're listening, I'm sorry that I had so much faith in you writing that song. <laughs> here's the <laughs> here's the thing. I'm kidding. You're, you're probably going to get a call sometime <laughs> next week when Nana's <laughs> listening to this podcast and is like, first of all, I did not write it, but I did, and she'll explain the whole yeah. thing to you. Or she'll say, you got to be smarter than that, kid. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I ain't never openly said I have beef with my grandma, <laughs> ever. Well, I will give you guys an update. If grandma, I mean Nana, I don't know why I said grandma. If Nana calls me. You need to apologize for that, I'm too. sorry for saying grandma, Nana. Um, <laughs> if she calls me, I will, I will let you know. I'll update you. I mean, mom and dad, you may not be here when we update it, but not. <laughs> but I'll update you for sure. All right. I I was just gonna to, to wrap up that segment. I was just gonna say, uh, if somebody has some epic old school video of Wadaliacha, um, or knows who got the song saved, and put this question to bed once and for all. I thought Nana got it saved. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a lie. It it's a uh, it's okay. But what you could post it in the you could post it in the comments portion of the uh of the podcast or <laughs> yeah. Y'all have the, inst- the DM Instagram. us on Instagram at go. Still a Church Kid Pod. I gotta figure out how to use Instagram. I don't know how to specifically. Oh, don't ever say that again for starters. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that didn't hear, she said, "I know how to slip into the DMs." <laughs> I don't. Well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> on a different note, I'm still a church kid. Um, that's why. I have a question for the parents. What? What is your funniest moment slash memory of Caden and I growing up as pastor's kids, like in the church, church setting? What's something that's really funny that happened? Oh, hands down. With you, it's when you were about two and a half, three years old, we were visiting your uncle at his church in Beaumont, and they were having youth night, and they were in the sanctuary, 
And of course, teenagers are doing what teenagers do and they're running around like chaotic, you know, teenagers before service. You're two and a half, three years old. We pulled your hair up in pony like pigtails. You're blonde headed. You're running and they're running around and you're just looking at them and watching them because we always told you you don't run in the sanctuary. And you finally just put your hands on your hip very sternly and you said, What you think you're doing in the sanctuary? And it stopped every one of those teenagers dead in their tracks. And they just looked at you like, what do you think you're doing in this sanctuary? And But it stopped them for a brief moment. And I just had to come and get you and be like, they're doing what they know to do in the sanctuary right now. And we just moved you. But it was it was funny. That is funny. Yeah. And just to add to that little quibbit, um, <laughs> the other cool thing about that time period was that was about the time that um, – you guys decided to cut your hair, and so you had the cute pigtails, but you had some serious bangs. So you had, yeah. you had some. I have some pictures of you sitting in the back seat on that trip eating French fries, and you, you, your hair was not in pigtails. It was kind of a hot mess, but you had the bangs because uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan uh, Price, if you're listening, uh, you might remember cutting Zoe's bangs um, and blaming it on Caden, probably. I guess one of my funniest uh, memories, I don't know if it's the funniest, but it's definitely one of the more memorable, was uh, we left you guys at the church when you were teenagers so we could go to McDonald's and study while we were doing our, our Bible schooling. and Yeah, and uh, we, we were doing fine. We, we, we liked to go to McDonald's because you could get some cookies and some free refills, and we leave mcdonald's we're coming back to the church and and as you guys know there's a ambulance and fire station at the stoplight where you turn to go to the church and we see the ambulance and it goes straight across so we couldn't turn uh at the light i know this is making for great radio but uh i looked at your mom and i said they're going to the church our kids probably did something stupid and we got to the church and you guys were doing Ping pong trick shots. Uh, this I know you remember because as you showed the record, your... I was 15. Yeah, I said you were teenagers. That was the first and only time I heard our great grandfather tell somebody shut up. Yeah, and <laughs> so your uh, your 86 uh, year old grandfather uh, is it was was gripping and saying they were calling the ambulance and you guys were like, no, my parents are gonna get so mad, they're gonna get so mad, but they did call the ambulance and they actually took. Or they came, and I can't remember if we followed you to the hospital. You didn't go in the hospital. I didn't go to the ambulance. Yeah. You, you were like, y'all can leave. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. But we did have to go get stitches in your hands, and you got, like, 19 S- stitches. 19. I was going to say 16 or 19. It was yeah, 19. because they had to do, like, 9 on the inside and 10 on the outside. So it uh, wasn't, like, funny funny, but it was kind of funny just because Mom and I were like, yeah, we should never leave the kids. What was it was a comedy of errors. What was like, funny is that, that was what was funny. We weren't doing trick shots anymore at that point. Caden had tossed the ball up in the air just to be funny, and when it landed in his hands, it busted. Yeah, I will tell you, I remember that story as not very funny. <laughs> uh, my hand was very badly cut. The, really thing, the thing I hated the most about that, though, for to be honest with you, is um, the younger grandkids came to town the next week, and at that time, they weren't close enough for us to, like, see them or do this stuff often. So it was, like, a big week where we, like, go do things. And I had to wear, like, a rubber glove to go to the water park and had to stick my hand out of the water to do swimming. And it was miserable. But now I have a cool scar and a stupid story. So it's pretty fun. I've done I messed up my hands a lot. I got a scar on the opposite hand from that slinky thing we tried to do at VBS a few years ago. Just wrap that thing in duct tape. But um, I was thinking about it um, today, actually, because we were talking about recording a podcast, and I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. Uh, one funny thing that I remember, and again, I don't know if it's, like, really, really funny or if it's just, like, I remember it so well. It's, like, I can remember the day I got my last spanking. I was, like, 14 years old. <laughs> and that's before you, like, forced, like, not forced us. You never really forced us, but, like, before you started making us go to Sunday morning prayer on the first Sunday of the month, and we were back in the back, and we, like, started screaming at each other. 
And you're like, I'm not afraid to whoop you. And you took me to the office and whooped me over Papa's desk. <laughs> and I was like okay. 14 years old. So I just want to clarify. Uh, <laughs> uh, I did. We were not afraid of, uh, I guess you call that corporal punishment, right? Uh, we, we weren't afraid to spare the rod and not afraid to not spoil our child. So yeah, it's just a spanking. Just, I'm I not know, talking I, about beating. I know, I know. I just want, <laughs> I don't think anybody's out there going, oh my gosh, they beat their, I mean, everybody knows you're like, I think you were at 14, you were like the same height as me. Um, I also feel like we wouldn't be doing a podcast together if you beat me yeah. as a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but just for the record, no, I, I, I seem to remember that I, I, I will say there was a lot of those times where <laughs> that we would go to that. Got whooped a lot. <laughs> uh, y'all got whooped a lot. Uh, uh, so it was a lot of times where, you know, not to try to veer off into the serious, but you know, we always wanted you guys to have a, a, a lot of fun. We wanted church to be a place you wanted to be, but we also wanted it to you know for you to respect it and and you know especially when it came to like how you were treating each other how you were treating your you know class leaders or other kids that were coming and when y'all did start getting a little crazy i was always like i don't have time for this let's go to the office yeah i remember um when it went from three to five that was a big jump (laughs) on the spanking calculator i always did the thing where like I'd hear the belt go up in the air, like, a, and I'd turn and be like, how many? And he's like, every time you turn around, it's another one. <laughs> I'm like, um, So, if you listened to the last episode, um, you know we talked about that our whole family's pastors, and uh, the title of it is, We're Like Blue Buds, But We're Pastors. Um, so, I kind of want to ask my mom if she has anything funny i know she does but like for y'all for people listening about being a pastor's kid herself because my uncle and her were also pastor's kids um eventually i know (laughs) they started a little bit (laughs) they did they spent some time not as pastor's kids but they've always been in in the pastoral family and uh but i know you got lots of funny stories from from paul and nana and living in different places so do you have any you have any funny stories you want to share about being a pastor's kid yourself well, yeah, I mean, I have lots of them. I don't really remember the days of not being, uh, I, I mean, I know, like, my parents tell stories where my dad was kind of running from the ministry, but I don't really remember not being in church because my mom always had me there, and, of course, my grandparents were ministers as well. So, but um, we have lots of funny ones. Um, my brother he, let's just tell stories on him because he's not here to defend himself. Sorry, Chad. Um, there's an old song that is, it goes, I'm blessed and I know that I am because uh, the because Jesus got a hold of my life. I'm blessed and I know that I am um, because he's pro- walking by my side or he's promised me a new life or something like that. Um, well, my dad is your Paul. Um, but for those that don't know, it's my dad, but anyways, he, um, was always singing stuff and doing, cause my, my, my granddad was the same way. They'd sing weird songs that they made up. Well, my dad evidently was singing the song. I'm blessed. And I know that I am because you've learned to pay your tithes and talking about the church people, but he was singing this behind closed doors. Well, my brother, he was young. He was about seven ish. And he comes down the middle aisle singing, I'm blessed and I know that I am because you've learned to pay your tithes. No way. That's horrible. And so, you know, I mean. So that's how you get people to give. (laughs) Noted. Yeah, noted. So, I mean, you know, you talk to Todd's kids and just tell them, hey, just go down the middle aisle singing. You (laughs) You think we can get Adrian or Tony Jr. to... <laughs> I, I don't know that In it comes off too. the same way from teenagers as it did from a seven-year-old kid, but um, it it was it was funny. But I know that your nana was like like running and almost falling down the middle aisle trying to get him and catch him, but he didn't know any different. He thought he was just being cute and thought it was a real song. So anyway, my favorite song. It wasn't made up, but my favorite song that was sang like when we were kids by our family was 
I'll never be the same again. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it was my favorite because we would sing it, and Papa would always do that. Oh, no. And then you hear Granny, since my Savior came, I'm not the same. I'll never be the yeah. same again. Oh, no. The other one oh, that they no. liked to sing on Sunday mornings was Jeepers Creepers. What? <laughs> Watch you look at those peepers. Jeepers Creepers. Let me see those eyes. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, I don't want to go to that church. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, everybody ought to go to Sunday school. Sunday school. Sunday school. All the men and the women and the boys and the girls. Everybody ought to go to Sunday school. We got that one a lot early on Sunday morning. So, yeah. Well, we're a weird family. <laughs> yeah. It just gets weirder and weirder as the years go by. Well, it's like yesterday. We were playing um, worship Christmas music, Just and you started yesterday. playing Feliz Navidad. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I started playing the drums, and I was being totally stupid. And Dad goes, "They don't get more Spanish the louder you play." <laughs> and I was like, "That's not the goal. I'm just hitting them because it's fun." <laughs> right, right. Well, I think Dad truly wanted to sing Feliz Navidad on on Christmas, and I was like, mm, "No." <laughs> Feliz Navidad on Sunday morning, Christmas I was in, morning. I was in Mexico, no. and I got to hear Feliz Navidad by a Marachi band. It was really cool. Did you just say Marachi? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mariachi. It's Mariachi. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Marachi? <laughs> I bet you told all 300 people at your... What you think, think of that Marachi band? The Marachi band. Woo! <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. So you're so pretty. Okay, so another thing I want to point out about songs in our family... My kids, obviously, everybody knows John three sixteen. For yes. God's love the world. Yeah, you know the thing. Um, well, I'm like, everybody knows John three sixteen, and they're like, yeah. I'm like, a fun way that I remembered as a kid was a song. It goes like this: John three sixteen says that God so loved the world that He gave His only, only begotten, begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall never, never die, die but have him. eternal life. And all the kids are like. What is that? And I'm like, that is so sad. So then I was like, maybe they're just too young. So I go and ask, like, Pastor Todd, Tina and Grant. And I'm like, hey, have you ever heard this song? Or, like, the teenagers. And they're like, no. And I'm like, is that just a snow thing? Like, what is that? So uh, most people won't remember uh, that your age aren't going to remember, like, a family Christian bookstore or, of course, Lifeway. You probably know about Lifeway. But anyway, we are always my father's bookstore. (laughs) Yes, my father's, my father's business. Rest, yeah. Sad, like it's no longer open in in town, unfortunately. But it's hard, you know, it's hard to keep up with the Amazon. But anyway, uh, we always bought CDs in the car, uh, and we having kids young, uh, because we were pretty young when you guys were born. We were never afraid. I'm like a child at heart, anyway. Uh, that's why I like puppets and all that stuff. Still, one of my favorite things to watch or do. But uh, we love to listen to kids' music, and we were kids' pastors for like the first ten years of your life. And uh, uh, so we had a, a CD called Scripture Rock, and that it had those. That's like all the songs it had on it. Is that worth Deuteronomy thirty-two-four? He is the rock, dude. That was yeah. a bop. Yeah. Yeah, the wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rain will not wash it down. Anyway, uh, one that I always remember is uh, 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 Matthew 28, 19, and 20. That's started in a bad key. But uh, (laughs) it's like, that's the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19, and 20 says to go soul fishing. Do you remember that one at all? No? Okay, well, that was a good one. And I honestly remember uh, a lot of songs. The reason I remember the Deuteronomy one is because I think about that VBS video that we had Happy Feet included on it. It's like Deuteronomy 32.4. Now we, you see the tiny little penguins start dancing. That <laughs> one was actually on our VBS soundtrack that year. It was part of the group VBS was the the wise man built his house upon the rock. Anyway, so fun one. My favorite my favorite song, uh, scripture song, wasn't really a kid's song, but it's uh, the Apologetics, and they do... Uh, well, they do a version of uh, uh, One Week by 
the bare naked ladies you know the song uh it never mind it's probably not not fit for your audience but there's an old song by bare naked ladies it's like it's been one week since you looked at me anyway it was a song that came out in the 2000s but i love it because apologetics did it and they have a whole bunch of scripture verses about about winning people to christ and talks about jesus christ being the way and and that there's only one way into heaven and that's another song that that's helped me remember and minister so i never hesitated we never hesitated to put music on and stuff that you guys would if you remember a verse which obviously you remember john three sixteen, so good, good looking out one way to be a pastor what other verses do you have memorized let's just get you to list all of them right now psalm 23 for the lord is my shepherd i shall not should i read the whole thing it's fine um <laughs> philippians four thirteen. Obviously, Second Timothy four seven. You're not proving anything by just saying you know those verses. I'm just messing. Well, um, Matthew uh, twenty nine eleven. It makes me think of when Tim Hawkins had the bit when he was like, "I was signing autographs," and I was just like, "Pick a verse, pick a verse." And he picked like Psalm ninety eight seven or something. It was like, "Lo, for I have a painful disease in my loins," <laughs> and he sent it to like everyone's house. Okay, if you wanna, if you want a great verse, if you want a great verse, look up Hebrews. Uh, I believe it's five, uh, eleven. It's a great verse. You just have to just look it up later. Your audience can look it up and read it. Um, but it's it's one of the funniest verses in the Bible. Just you just have to look. Jesus wept. That's my favorite verse in the Bible. <laughs> Just kidding. The easiest to remember. Have you have you ever heard of the the GZT, the Gen Z translation of the Bible? Uh, oh, I'm gonna gosh. pull some of those up real quick. Let's read a few. You pull some up too, and we'll uh, read them. And the, let me tell you. Let me tell you if you can. Let me see if you can guess. The original Bible verse based on me just reading the GZT. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Mom, chime in if you know it. The light solos, even on dark mode. John 1, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Chilling in God's crib, peak. Any guesses? This is not going to help. you got to have the mic in front of you if you're going to guess. Is that some Psalms 23? So it's, you're close. It's Psalm 84. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. <laughs> Chilling in God's crib, peak. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, go ahead. Jesus, homies, don't take the eternal L. L is in lost. <laughs> I don't know. Romans 8. There is therefore now no con- condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> That's good. Good wife, huge clutch. <laughs> Proverbs 31. Proverbs 18. Oh, he who finds close. a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the yeah. Lord. <laughs> I was close. Emotional damage. That's a verse. John 11, Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> the masculine urge to love your wife. Okay, I'm gonna go. That's no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. Well, it might be Song of Solomon. I'm gonna guess. Um, that's the uh, love your wife as you as Christ loved the church. Correct. Ephesians five. Husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for yes. her. Let's do a couple more, Zoe. I understood the assignment. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Uh. Paul says, I have run the race. Uh, 2 Timothy 4-7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the the race. I have kept the faith. All right, right, last one. Here we go. This spiritual milk is buzzing, buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the, like, moving from milk to... From milk to meat? Like newborn infants long for pure spiritual milk. That by it you may grow up into salvation if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. (laughs) (laughs) I have to read one more. 
Okay. Sorry, I'm breaking the rules. <laughs> vibe with the big brain homies become big brain. Small brain homies only kill the vibes. <laughs> it says, vibe with the big brain homies become big brain. Small brain homies only kill the vibes. Study yourself. Study to show yourself approved. Uh, no, I thought that Proverbs was Proverbs 13, Timothy. whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Wow. <laughs> we'll have to do more of those, like, when we're not recording, but... <laughs> that, that could be a callback. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Not y'all okay. simping for Satan. For some have already strayed after Satan. That's so funny. The GZT on Instagram. Shout them out. I wish we had something like that. For the record, the funniest verse in the Bible... Oh, for the record, the funniest verse in the Bible is Hebrews 5.11. We have much to say about this, but it's hard to make it clear to you because you are no longer... Uh, you know, you're no longer trying to understand. Yeah, look in the New King James Version. It says something like, uh, I would explain more to you, but you're very dull. Yeah, of whom we have much to say and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. We're talking about songs like Deuteronomy 32.4 and like John 3.16. One of my favorite songs that I listen to to this day that just puts me up here is So Good to Me. So good to me. Oh my gosh. Every time that song comes on, my mood completely changes. Or you've got like, um, thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you. For all you've done in my life, <laughs> you took my darkness and gave me a light. That's like the best song to be like, put your hands in there. Thank, thank you. I think Lord. that's the moves in kids. Yeah. I just want to thank you. <laughs> I just want to thank you. That one's good. Yeah. So so when we were kids pastors uh, in Abilene, we, we did a lot of uh, bus ministry for several years. And we had a pretty uh, urban area that we really, really went to. And so we were trying to find music that, you know, uh, let's just say it was, it was not the same, like, Wadaliacha stuff. Like, it had to be a little bit more hard. We had some songs that were good and, like, the uh, that were, like, punk, like, what do you call those, parodies of, you know, TV show theme songs and all this stuff like that. But then we were like, man, these kids are checked out like when we're doing music and stuff and that's when we stumbled into uh shout praises kids oh and that was that was pretty epic and yeah a lot of a lot of the israel stuff uh I, I, yeah. yeah um one of my favorite uh things i've been listening to lately is lo-fi music so like it's like kind of like just cheaply made i mean th- i this would like Instead of having like super sick beats, you can almost kind of hear the fuzz in a little bit, like that kind of like, like um, I don't know how to explain it. Let me, I guess I can just show you because it's it's the way I, I I listen to it a lot. Yeah, I find it soothing when I'm listening by myself, like at home. So th- y'all heard the song "Nothing Else" by Cody Carnes. I probably shown you this before, but like I listen to music like a lot like this. I'm caught up in you. You, see, you can hear like how it's kind of got a little fuzz on it and like I mean it's well made but they call it lo-fi because it's like just some guy sitting with a trap beat like on his phone or something but it's the same words but like when I'm like vibing at the house sorry I'll just stop talking you can hear it too loud Yeah, I can vibe with that. I just kind of vibe with it. And then, like, there's some songs, like, people do originals, but, like, I like to find other songs that that do that. So, like, that one's really good. Um, that one's probably my favorite lo-fi song, really, in general, because it's just totally different than the original song. Um, and then I also really like, um, this is, like, totally genre jump, but I also prefer to listen to Christmas music when it's been trap remixed. <laughs> <laughs> like here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane. Wham! all his reindeer doing it. Yeah, that's exactly what I like to listen to. Anyway, so I just want to 
to plug that in there. It's not really like a Jesus it's, song. It's but... hard to take him seriously right now because he has like red glitter across his forehead. Oh, do I really have red you glitter? You have red glitter it's on from your the forehead. skirt I wore earlier at the choir concert. <laughs> I had to take it off over my head. Is booty too big to pull the skirt down? <laughs> he said that's got to get cut. Is that booty too big? <laughs> okay. All right. So are are we supposed to ask you guys questions, or is this I mean, a strictly? No, you can ask us questions. Yeah, okay. You are our parents. Oh, I mean, I know that. So, are you questioning me right now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess my question would be, uh, uh, as you guys are going to get older and you're going to have have kids or whatever, if you if you could only do, um, if you could only do one thing with your kids that mom and I did with you guys, like, and I don't, it has, it could be like something fun, it could be something like serious, whatever. But if you could do one thing when you get older, what would it be that that you would you would re, you would reproduce whoop them no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yes that was the answer yes. i was hoping for i'm just kidding hey um, i just I, all i gotta say about this and this will go down in the record books i just want your kids to be good so like i don't have to discipline them all the time when they're over chilling with us i want to be kind of like your grandpa was where like he wasn't afraid to like whoop your mom or your uncle but he hated it when y'all got spanked when he was around. <laughs> they I would leave the house. This. I have not been spanked by a grandparent. <laughs> I haven't. Oh, yeah, Granny. Yeah, just kidding. Maybe I mean mom's I, side. I wasn't going to say it, but I, I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granny would check if I had layers. <laughs> like an onion. I know you're wearing eight pairs of pants right now. Okay. I was like, your granny has spanked you multiple times. So let me say mom's side, grandparents. I've never been spanked. But anyway, something yeah, that I would. I'm saying a lot. <laughs> It's saying a lot because other grandkids have. Um, Your brother got spanked once. Hey, that's once more and, than I did. And that wasn't the original question. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so honestly, something that I would do that y'all did is I think when they're younger, I'm going to be kind of like you guys were where secular music wasn't like an option um, just to kind of keep them in the right mindset, like state of mind. Because... I, I, nothing wrong with a good old, like, easy come, easy go, go, no. I don't know why that. <laughs> uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Let's just do the whole the, song right now. I couldn't think of the name. Um, something like, there's nothing Is wrong with it, but life? I know kids that like, I know kids that listen to things now and I go look at their Spotify to like pull up music and it's like secular songs and i'm like dang you're like 10 you know yeah and it's kind of like why are you listening to songs like that are they like have you ever heard have you heard this by xxx temptation or whatever and i'm like sure i guess <laughs> but as a kid people be like you've never heard party in the usa by miley cyrus i'm like no we only listen to christian music in my house that was never like a we only listen to Christian music in my house. I think it was good for me because I didn't let all the worldly stuff get in my brain as a kid. That's cool. I only got to be, I was only fed like Christian like music and Christian content that it wasn't ever a problem for me. And I think that's what helped me as a teenager stay like, I mean, I had days where I messed up. I had days that I lied. I had days that I was doing things that I shouldn't be doing. But at the end of the road, at the end of the day, I stayed on the right road, and I think it really started with the things that were being put in my brain as a kid. That's Not like cool. brainwashing, but like <laughs> hey, well, I think, um, just to say something off that too, I think we now that we do incorporate, like I would say, secular music into our lives because like there are artists that I enjoy and like stuff that we've listened to, whether it's new stuff or stuff you've shown us, that like. Uh, like, but it we've been, we got we've gotten old enough that our judgment can say, okay, is this garbage or is it a decent song? I mean, not all songs usually are about great stuff, but like, 
is this really going to mess up my head? Like, you're not taking yeah. the culture in. You're just like, oh, this song's kind of a bop. Like, I'm going to listen to it. But we didn't, like, as a kid, if that's all you listen to, that's kind of your whole life. Like, yeah. you kind of, your brain gets molded a little bit. Well, and that, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we don't have time for, like, a TED Talk. But the, the thing that with Mom and I, you know, people will probably listen and, and just like the, the spanking or whatever, there's lots of opinions about it. And people could have opinions about us being pretty strict about our house. But, you know, the other place I was coming from when we were younger was one of the first real things that happened to me when I got saved is I had to change my music. Like, I had to change the input pack of my life because you would never know this from where I came from or if you looked at me and, and whatever. But, like, I was, you know, my, my go-to was, like, gangster rap. And just, uh, yeah, I mean, I knew, you know, all the all the songs and and unfortunately still could probably sit here and just rattle off lyrics from from any number of things from the 90s but you know whenever i had that moment where i felt like god really did something in my life i had to like take the cds out of the car i got rid of most of them yeah and and that was just kind of something so as like i said just a few years later we have kids we're playing music in the house we were still in that place where i was like I don't want to listen to any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like, I remember specifically your cousins, your older cousins listening to like, I'm the real shady. And I don't even know the words, of songs, and all that, but, and I was like, I can't believe they're letting them listen to this music. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. but again, you know, once y'all got a little older, you, you, you had a foundation to do all that, make all those choices. I think, that's when we kind of lightened up a little bit and then always still didn't love your music all the time and still don't sometimes, but I would be a, a way out there if I didn't say like, I'm, you, you know what I listen to sometimes and, yeah. and I go, yeah, I'm grown and, and you know, it's not impacting my walk with Christ Cause it was when yeah. I was 19, 17, 18, 19, it was really changing yeah. my walk. And I think I could still confidently say that like, there's some times, and we've been in the car together, that I'm like, let's just jam to trash for an hour, like, on the way to the home, because it just sounds fun. But it's like, I'm not going to get out and be like, all right, cool, I'm done with God. Like, I'm going to listen to this now. <laughs> like, I can go in and be like, all right, I've had my moment, and then i got to answer the question, but you go ahead first. We also never let it affect, like, our language. Like, I mean, we went through phases where we were talking ways that we shouldn't be, and that was when we were like, okay, we need to take a break from the secular. Because I'll tell you, there's times that, I, like, I find, I, like, look at my Spotify, and I'm like, wow, all your top six things are, like, Cardi B, Adele, like, all kinds of stuff. I'm like, Zoe, you've got to do something different, you know? And that's when I, like, decide, like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, like, step away from secular music, and I do, like, a secular fast. And, like, I don't let anything secular come across my stereo. Everything is worship or podcasts or, like, leadership books. I know you don't believe that, but I have to. It's a staff requirement. But, uh... Yeah, so it's one of those things where when I start noticing that it's taking over and I'm not prioritizing my worship and time with the Lord, I'm like, okay, Zoe, pull it together. Yeah, I've done I've done uh, secular music fast with my kids at a youth group. We had a big month-long one right after camp one time when I was in Kennedale. It was really cool. Uh, but anyway, and I know we got to wrap this up here soon, so I won't, like, repeat myself over and over again. But I think my thing that I might take away – I'm debating going lighthearted or not. I think I got a couple. I think, like, lighthearted-wise, I think something that I genuinely, like, if I can afford it, I would love to do um, the vacations for Christmas thing. Because, I mean, when they're really little, toys and stuff are great. Yeah, you'll be getting my specific list whenever I have little kids. Um, Good luck with that. <laughs> for those of you listening, it's just an inside joke. Um, but I think some of my, I mean, we still talk about stuff all the time. And whether or not I'm a little bit bitter now that we've gotten older and y'all go by yourself, um, like, uh, I think some of my best memories are from going on those trips and, you know, we buy stuff and have gifts and things that like are still in storage or, or like out and about in the rooms. But like, I can talk about going to the Smithsonian and talk about going to Fenway park. And I couldn't tell you like, the color of the Nerf gun or something. Like, I know I got a Nerf gun or something when I was little, but, like, I couldn't tell you anything about it. It probably broke or, like, got taken away or something. So that's probably another one would be, um, I think, 
I am going to, and I, I'm speaking and my future wife is not here, um, but I will probably not let my kids sleep in my bed. And Preach. And y'all did that, and I know, again, I might get slashed and roasted for that, but, like, maybe, like, there's a difference, I think, between, like, when you're spending time with your kids and you're all, like, snuggled up. Like, I've seen pictures and videos of us in the bed all together, but, like, like I remember, this is dumb, uh, but I remember, like, crawling into your room thinking you didn't know I was there, but you knew I was there, and I, like, laid on the floor and slept at the foot of the bed, like a towel or a blanket or something. But, like, I don't think I'll be like, okay, all right, you're nine years old. Come get into bed with mom and dad. Like, I want to try to have my, let my kids have some independence. I think that, that couples with, like, just like me, I'm going to make sure my kids know how to set alarms and wake up versus preach versus that too so i think i'm gonna take that i think the whole the whole sleeping thing well i think that's just healthy for your kid i personally it was just a choice that we made for for y'all's health for our health as parents yeah and um obviously if there was if there was a need ever you know if you were sick or something like that we i mean we're always going to take care but that was it's just a healthy thing and i know there's all there's all these things out there and people would argue with me that you know sharing a bed with your child is healthy and natural and blah well i i say to that (laughs) and um and this will be the final episode of the still a church kid podcast um well, I mean, I have the right to my opinion, just like no. they have the right to theirs. Of course. Um, but also the um, what was the last thing you said? You said something about oh, the alarm setting alarms. Thing. That teaches kids responsibility. It's not you not being up with them. It's it's yeah. you getting up too, but it teaches them responsibility of you have to wake yourself up. You have to, um, you have to figure out what you're wearing to school. You, mm-hmm. I mean. Teach your kids some responsibility. They don't need a helicopter mom and dad. They don't need you to do everything. They can do things and grow up and do things on their own. So anyway, it's not it's not spoon feeding your kids everything. So. She means it when she says they have to pick their own clothes for school. There was a time that she let me dress myself, and I decided that I was going to be called Hobozo for the rest of my life. I, I Because she just like, let me do my thing. I didn't like what you were wearing, but I had bigger battles to fight right. than what you were wearing. So if you wanted to look like Punky Brewster, Hobozo. Yeah. I would go hey. in like a nice top and gray sweatpants and flip-flops. It's my hair wasn't brushed and all that stuff. But it was just to teach me like, hey, you got to be responsible for your own things because I don't need to be 21 years old and I'm being like, oh. Well, and if it's 45 degrees outside and you're insistent on wearing shorts or you're insistent on leaving your jacket at home, it's called live and learn, baby. That's the kind of parenting I'm talking about. The only thing she would ever correct our clothing on is if for some reason, though we rarely bought clothes that were even like this, but if we were breaking dress code in any ways for yeah, school. modest is hottest. We're not showing any jabooty. No, I think. <laughs> no, jabooty. I think, I think that responsibility, I mean, I didn't die. So, um doing good <laughs> so daddy um, got one last thought before we close it out uh yeah uh, well i'll just say this because it's gonna sound sappy but um mom and i had kind of a system when you guys were babies about uh taking care of you and mom we were fortunate enough that mom didn't have to work full time and so she was it was monday through friday was like her or i should say sunday night through thursday night was when mom was gonna get up feed you change your diapers, do all that stuff. And uh, I had the option to get up on Fridays and Saturday nights. And if you hadn't have slept in your own rooms and done all that, like I, some of my favorite memories are getting up in the middle of the night, going into your rooms and sitting in a rocking chair, singing to you, whatever. Like I said, it could sound sappy. Uh, one time Caden thought I was trying to breastfeed, and that was awkward. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but no, great. You know, those were things I wouldn't trade. And I, I, you know, I know you could say, well, the same thing with sleeping with your kids, but I, for us, it was great. And, and two, you guys, um, we kind of knew how you were going to, like, we know genetically, like you're going to be wired a certain way. You're going to want some independence. You're going to want 
yeah. some of those things. And so we just kind of always, uh, I'll say this, this will be my final thought. The Bible says you train your child up in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it. And what it's talking about, the way they should go, obviously, you know, you want them to get saved. You want them to love Jesus. But it, it's talking about your kids are designed a certain way. And this idea that we let four-year-olds decide everything for themselves is, I don't believe it's scriptural. I don't believe there's anything in the Bible about that. What you do as a parent, you ask God to give you discernment, what your kid's direction is. Uh-huh. You watch, you pray, and you help shape that because if you're strong-willed, you should be strong-willed, but in the right ways. Um, if you're timid, then you can be timid, but in the right ways. And, uh-huh. and so so that's where we, uh, our big, you know, exit moment is just that God gave us such a great gift and being able to see kind of how you guys were bent, shaped, and, and be able to just help him make that happen. That's good. Awesome. Mom, did you have anything? Are you good? I'm good. Awesome. I love you well, guys. Hey, I love you too. This has been a great, uh, a great one. Just, just so we know. And, uh, we want to thank you all for, uh, for listening. Uh, just remember to, uh, follow us, um, at, uh, throw, throw them that at Zoe. At still a church kid pod. And you can also follow the Instagrams. What is yours? Yeah. Um, Oh, underscore Caden underscore snow underscore. <laughs> Mine is Z underscore snow underscore seven. We have a Z-A-C-C snow. We got sassy mom C-Z. Those are our ads. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah, DM us any topic ideas or um, question. Um, and um, <laughs> In case you're wondering, the Z-A-C-C snow, the Zach snow that I said, stands for Zoe, Amber, Caden, and Chris, the snows. Yeah, it's like a little family, uh, family nickname, family acronym. <laughs> Yeah, my dad's name is not that. Anyway. Thanks for being here, Mom. Thanks for listening. I think there's no better way to end off this podcast than this. Thank you all. We will catch you next time. Deuteronomy 32 4. He is the rock. God is the rock.